Well, hello, everyone. This is Nadia from Homeschool 101. Hope you guys are doing awesome. Hey, I wanted to jump on today and um, talk to you guys about something very important. And that is how do you decide what grade level, what grade level to teach your child that, um, you know, historically in regular um brick and mortar school, you know, kids start school at a certain age and they move up, um, you know, year by year, unless they've been, uh, I don't know, identified as uh, maybe advanced children or something like that. And then, then they move them up higher and usually it has to have some special testing, et cetera, et cetera, to go along with it. But as a homeschool parent, how do you decide? How do you decide, um, you know, what grade level to teach your child that? And uh, I have to say that uh, as a parent, you probably realize already that it's uh, pretty common to find that your child uh, may excel in certain subjects and um, may maybe they excel in all the subjects. Or you may find that your child is um, lagging or a little bit um, struggling with other subjects. Um, but how do you decide, given that, given that, uh, possibility of that happening. How do you decide what grade level to teach your child at? So, um, first things first. I want to say that you know, depending on the the the, the age of the child, you basically want to start where the child's age is. And um, if you're you've taken the child out of regular school and started them up um, on homeschooling recently, then you want to start them where they were in regular school. That being said, it doesn't mean that you have to um, stick to that. What does that mean? It means that you do not have to stick to teaching them at that grade level. Because as you work with your child, you may find out that, oh my gosh, um, you know, he or she is really struggling in a certain area, or he or she is really excelling in a certain area. And then uh, here comes in the beauty of homeschooling because then you can cater cater your grade level teaching to that child's ability and that child's um, level of understanding. Um, and it lets you see your child as a whole person. You don't, um, you know, in regular school, they get the children is are jumped, dumped into a classroom of 20 and nobody particularly pays attention to what one individual child is doing, how that child is um, on a whole, um, where they may be at different levels academically, physically, socially, emotionally, mentally. Um, but when you have their child at home and you're working with them one-on-one, -on -one, you're able to adjust their education to, to fit them. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. So I wanted to um, come on today and I wanted to encourage you guys to start uh, paying attention to where your child may be, because the, the fact is they might not necessarily be, um, you know, at a fourth grade level in math, just because that's where uh, their grade level is. It might be that they might be at a fifth grade level, sixth grade level, or seventh grade level, um, or they may be um, lower in the spectrum and uh, that affords you an opportunity to work with your child one-on-one -on -one to build them back up, to build them up to a place where they're supposed to be or even excel in that area. I'll give you an example. Um, for example, my younger child, David, um, he is a math whiz. He loves 
everything mathematical. Uh, he does not necessarily love sitting down and doing math problems, but since he was a young child, I, did, I identified in him that he was able to do mathematical calculations in his head that were way past his young age. And, um, and so what I did was I started um, just giving him um, math problems that were past his age level. So instead of just giving him, uh, and I would do both, I would give him uh, math problems that were uh, for his grade level at first grade, but then I could quickly see that it was boring to him and it was not challenging. And so I would keep giving him um, math problems that were a, a grade above and and so on and so on and I would move move past um, past the grades that he seemed like he was just fine at. Uh, the The amazing thing was he at that age he was able to to comprehend and understand things that were um, designed for for high school kids. And so um, you know I'm I'm. I just try to cater to the child's level. So I didn't try to push him. If it was something of interest to him, I would I would let him work on it. If it wasn't, I would say, okay, you know, let's go on to something else. Um, but then here we come into uh, language arts and spelling and, and writing. And he totally, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better word, he totally detests all such things. He is not a fan of uh you know language arts in terms of um you know writing out a long paragraph about something or you know if he has a topic on a story that he has to write about the plot and the setting and um, things like that he just doesn't like that but i caution you to make sure that it's not that the child just doesn't like that subject, but maybe the presentation of that subject is not ideal for that child. Because I quickly found out also with David that he actually does like writing, but he likes writing when it has to do with something that he himself has uh, created, he himself has generated out of his own mind. So that means that if I gave him a story to to read, and I asked him to write about that story to give me, um, you know, feedback on that story, tell me about the story, tell me the morale of the story, he gets quickly bored by that. But then I found out that he was interested in writing this story that he'd come up with on his own. And he would ask me, mommy, can I instead write a new paragraph on my story that I'm working on? And I was blown away by the fact that in writing that story that he had created on his own, he excelled past my imagination or past my expectations. So uh, I want to give you this piece of advice when it comes to things like that, when it comes to writing, for example, or things that we can tweak a little bit. Pay attention to the presentation of it. Maybe it's just not the child's style. Maybe they just are not the type that like to read a story and then write about it. Maybe they'd like to write their own story and then uh, expand from there. Maybe they'd like their own uh, write their own story and explore the 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 morale of the characters that they've written. Maybe they'd like they'd like to write their own story and explain the conflict 
between those characters as opposed to, um, you know, reading a story and then writing about that. So uh, again, one of the great benefits of you homeschooling your child and you being the parent and then being the educator is you get to customize your child's learning experience based on your child's own abilities and capabilities. And, and this is rarely done in, in traditional schools. So sometimes, you, you know, you have kids that may um, gra graduate out of uh, uh, traditional school, never having been, um, you know, uh, nurtured or inspired to learn in a certain way. And this is a great thing about us, uh, you know, having that one-on-one. -on -one. We don't have that herd mentality where we're teaching everyone the same way. We can individualize and customize our teaching to each child. And I wanted to come on today and just encourage you guys to start looking at that. You know, if you're too busy, um, to try to figure it out yourself. There are excellent, excellent curriculums. Many curriculums are available for purchase online that actually allow you to purchase bundles from multi-level grades, um, which allows self-pacing for the child to adjust grade levels by subjects. And what that means is that you may, you may be, and these are not expensive guys, but I'm not trying to, um, you know, homeschooling, if, if you're not careful, can, you know, turn into an expensive process. And I found over the years that just keeping things simple um, and just purchasing what you need is the best. You know, the first year of my um, homeschooling experience, I wanted to buy everything because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get this. I need to get that. Um, because I didn't want to, uh, I have this, had this feeling that I was going to, um, if I didn't purchase everything, we were not going to reach the, the the expectations of learning that we needed to reach. But I found that quickly that, you know, it, 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 nothing is good when it's, uh, you know, uh, overload. Nothing is good in excess. Nothing is good. Um, just like, you know, you have a cluttered home. You don't want to have a cluttered homeschool experience. So you can buy a simple curriculum, one curriculum, um, for example, that might cost you $20 a month. Uh, which I think is pretty reasonable. And um, and then it, it might be a curriculum that allows you um, to, to have multi-level grades where you can um, actually pick several grades for the child and teach them, uh, you know, in between first and second grade and see how they're doing. Um, and um, that's available for in several different curriculums. And I don't have any affiliation with these, but I can, the purpose of my doing this podcast is to, um, you know, show you where I've been and allow you not to have to go down the same old road. Um, I've paved the road already in the 13 years that I've been homeschooling. And so um, I know there's some ex excellent um, curriculums out there that allow you to do that. Um, there, uh, I will leave those recommendations in the link of the, the episode description, but the ones that come to mind, uh, for me are, um, uh, time for learning. Uh, there is, um, also Acela's and also there is, it's not really used as a curriculum per se. You can use it if you want to. I, I, I don't necessarily recommend it as a curriculum uh, if you want to have a daily um, work planned out for your child as a curriculum, um, but it's an excellent resource. It's called iExcel and it's an excellent resource 
resource to uh, find out where your child might be grade level wise, because it gives you a, a host of all the different subjects and uh, that need to be and, and um, lessons that need to be learned in different grades. And when you purchase, uh, I think, a monthly curriculum, um, actually, I know it's not, you don't purchase a monthly curriculum, you purchase a monthly membership through IXL, and you have access to everything from first to 12th grade. And that way you can, um, you know, uh, let your child explore different grade levels to see where they may be. So that, that was my big tip for today, guys. I wanted to come in and I wanted to um, encourage you all to take um, take the time and effort to kind of, uh, you know, analyze how your child is doing at different grade levels and don't keep them stuck just because age-wise they may be a first grader. Don't keep them stuck there. Um, the beauty of homeschooling is that, is that you can allow them to um, blossom and um, move on if they're ready to. So uh, try those multi-level curriculums out there. Um, or if you don't have any curriculum that you've purchased, just get um, uh, different books. There, there are excellent book resources out there. There's one that comes to mind in particular. Uh, it's a series that um, is called What My Child Needs to Know for First Grade. And it goes up, What My Child Needs to Know for Second Grade, What My Child Needs to Know for Third Grade. And you can get these books at the library. I, I used to get them at the library and I found them pretty helpful um, with trying to determine what to teach my child for different grade levels. And it also helps if you are you have a child that might um, be struggling uh, at a grade level, you might want to go back and find a book, a grade level below and see what they need to be learning at that grade level. And then, um, you know, teach them that. And you'll be surprised at how quickly they actually advance. You know, if they're in regular school, they might be struggling, struggling for years. But when, when you have them at home, the beauty is that you can sit and work with them so that they can quickly move uh, beyond whatever might be holding them back if they're being held back by something. And uh, the, the, the flip side of that is that you may find that your child excels quickly through different things and different uh, grade levels because you're able to pace their learning based on their uh, learning abilities, their um, capabilities, and their educational style. Um, so I hope that was helpful, guys. If you have any questions, I ask you, please, please, please go ahead and um, email me at homeschools. That's H-O-M-E-S-C-H-O-O-L-S. 101 at gmail.com and I'd be more than ha happy to elaborate or I'd be more than happy to answer any questions specifically that you may have. But again, use this um, gift that we have to customize our children's uh, learning capabilities and um, use it so that you can provide your child with the best homeschool experience ever. I hope you found this helpful, guys. Uh, remember that you've got this you were born to home homeschool your child. You were born to teach your child. And um, together, we'll make sure that you have the best, the most wonderful, the most fun homeschool experience ever. Have a great rest of your day, whatever you're doing today, guys. And we'll talk again in the next, next podcast. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.